uh, what does the title refer to? It's the Argo. It's, you know, it's the thing. Like Jason and the Golden Fleece, or what? No, no, it's the ship. It's the it's the spaceship. It goes, it goes everywhere. It goes all, all throughout space. So it's the Argonaut. No. What, what does Argo mean? I don't know. You don't know? It means Argo fucking slow. Oh boy, it's the Oscar episode. The Oscar episode, Jesus. All right. Hi everybody, welcome to Laser Time. Hello. Hi. Hey, so who who do we have with us today? Uh, Michael Raparez. Michael Raparez of Video Game Apocalypse. Ooh, is that a new show? It is a new show. You can listen to it at lasertimepodcast.com. All right. Or by going directly to videogameapocalypse.com. Or Video Game Apocalypse. I dare you Both to spell it right work. on the first try. Ha. Google will find you. Google will lead you in the right direction. That's true. <laughs> um, we also have what? Diana Goodman. Yay! Where did my... I thought I had applause, but I still only have my superior Spider-Man uh, stings. <laughs> like a police break. <laughs> uh, we also have with us Michael Grimm. Yes. Hello. Uh, yes. But this is, I guess, Laser Time's closest thing to an annual show. Um, bumping back another special thing we had going on next week. Oh. It'll all make sense soon. That's uh, true. This is what, Diana? It's Oscar time. It is our very special Hooray for Hollywood Oscar episode where Diana and Michael come in who have uh, dutifully seen most of the movies and the rest of us complain about them and how we do not want to see them. (laughs) Um, The ones we've seen and do not agree should be nominated for any kind of award. is Is that a plane or something coming through the... This is the drunkest, like, lounge <laughs> 60s game show song I've ever heard. It was. It was Ominous just... sound all of a sudden. Yes. Wow. The uh, Tijuana Brass with MS. That's the... Nice. That's, the that's exactly <laughs> what's happening there. It's Herb Alpert in the arena. <laughs> is it Herb or Herp? Alpert. Herb Alpert. Herb Alpert. 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 It's Alpert. It's Alpert. <laughs> Man, that's a great reference for anybody who gets it. I didn't get it. I did. I didn't get it, but... Uh, I'm a dork. I got it. Oscar <laughs> movies. Who's seen them? I know I haven't. When they were announced, I had to say uh, the only thing I have seen that is not nominated in the visual effects or sound category is Wreck-It Ralph. I have seen Wreck-It Ralph, not the piecemeal acknowledgement Hollywood gives to Avengers and Dark Knight Rises in the greatest Foley work uh, category. Well, Diana, for those who don't know, has a yearly tradition of seeing all the Best Picture nominees, which you've kept up since when? Uh, 1991. Wow. wow. Unbroken streaks. And Even yeah. when they added 10 to the list. Yeah. Mm. Those, and, and they shorten the season. They make it harder and harder, and I, I keep doing it. Yeah? It's not easy sometimes. Oh, well, I've done some where I've watched them that, you know, the morning <laughs> of Oscars, but I've done it. Yeah, and this, this year, I let you actually drag me along for all of I them. I kept telling you, you don't have to come. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you don't want to watch them more with me, uh-huh. I kept giving you an out. And no, kept, I'll, just, oh, I'll just let you face that on your own. I'll just be the worst <laughs> husband ever. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, more being the one I least wanted to see, because yeah. I assume mm. that's a foreign word for love, and I do not see movies with love in the title, because I'm a man. Uh, 
Which, there's one. Punch Drunk Love is the one exception. Like, but I, I love you, Philip Morris. Wow, I really love that movie. Aha! That movie's fantastic. Mm. I really love that movie. But Amour, is it love in France? Yes. Oui. I Heart Huckabees? <laughs> Ooh, see, they got away with it. More like I Fart Huckabees. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh, where's my... There it is. All right, we are in full swing, apparently. Hooray. Hooray. Um, yeah, Amour. What the fuck is Amour about? Death. Yeah. Is it about old people fucking? No, it's no. about old people uh, dying. dying, facing strokes and event their own eventual demise. Really? Yep. Yeah. It's it's about a uh, yeah an old couple and the woman has a series of strokes and throughout the whole movie gradually goes from a very bright, capable woman to a near vegetable. Seriously, and it's depressing as hell. Oh, yeah. Why is that a movie? Especially for Ask people like Michael me, Hanukkah, with, with who directed yes. it, who yeah. makes is, is what known for making uncomfortable films. Oh, yeah, yeah, generally. Funny games times two. Did White Ribbon. Yeah, you've seen both Funny Games, haven't you? I have. I've seen the remake, and man, it's lovely. And Jesus, never want to watch it this again. This is the creepiest thing I'll ever say. But uh, the screams in the original version are a lot better than they <laughs> are in the remake. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, the yeah. screams of the the torture victims, the torture victims, the homeowners, uh, the terrorized homeowners. But who's the who's the who's the kid from Boardwalk Empire who's in that? Oh, uh, Michael Pitt. Yeah, it's a fucking horrifying human being uh, <laughs> in that movie. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I'll never see him as anything else. Wow, that's good. You should see Cachet. That's also good. Mm-hmm. But White Ribbons, I think, the least uh, nauseating of his films. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's uh, it's an endurance test. I mean, it's really hard because more, a more. Because mm-hmm. at any point, you start thinking about, I'm my parents are going to have to go through this. No, my, my grandparents, grandparents are going through. My it grandparents right now. have mm-hmm. gone through this. Or then you start. I'm going to go through this one day. And yeah. what you know, if I had a stroke, would I want Michael to take care of me? And do you want to prolong the life, or do you want to try to end it? And how do you do that fairly with dignity? If you're already really out chief of it, did it in Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, interestingly, we saw it in uh, a theater with an audience mostly of elderly people uh, who were, you know, having very uh, involved and intellectual discussions about the content of the movie while it was going on. Uh, on screen, not shut no, up. no, that's they that's would not shut up. Actor looks like my grandson. Yeah, so things like that. No, it's it's more like just. Them thinking that they're like, what's going on now? Oh, okay, he's blocking off this room. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have to narrate the film to each other. But like, not what, a lot why, why did he do that? It's not oh, a lot of, of plot. It's not like you have to follow eighty characters like it's freaking Game of Thrones. Okay, the there's three characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of them is barely there. Uh, pops in and out is like their daughter. Um, the Domino's guy. Yeah. <laughs> the really loves Domino's. <laughs> I, it's in just it's an endurance test. So you, I'm guessing that would not be recommended by you to people. Uh, no, unless no. unless you also want to see all the Best Picture nominees, or you uh, have a very high depression threshold. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd recommend yeah, avoiding. I, that. I counted how many times I tear up, and I'm pretty tough in movies because yeah. I can always remember it's like these are these are actors. There's a whole cast of people right behind the camera. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine times I teared up. Really. Nine times. Um, wow. And outwardly cried a couple of them. It got to a point where pretty much every time Emmanuel Riva, the actress, appeared, <laughs> so like, I would cry. You mean you so full on? You went full on crying. You mean like you made a sound? Yeah. Bah! Yeah, I was like muff, trying not to make a sound. Wow. <laughs> I wonder if I'm even capable of that. I got to see this was, movie. <laughs> it's it's rough. 
If you're too cheery, you should go see it too, because that'll yeah. take. You yeah, yeah, I have been on, on a high. Around. Shit, I knock myself down a peg, take yeah. myself to a more. Mm-hmm. That go. won't happen. This is the season of Oscar, uh, not only Oscar movies, but Oscar screeners. I will watch them at home. <laughs> <laughs> Do they screener uh, send out screeners on Blu-ray? No, they uh, send screeners out what looks like VCR standard definition with a ton of watermarks on them. I don't know why people are still doing this because they can very easily trace where they came back to, right? Mm-hmm. Academy screeners. How many members of the Academy are there? A couple thousand. couple thousand. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I have a copy of Birth that's an Academy screener. Do you? Mm-hmm. Hey, what's wow. Birth? Uh, it was that uh, Nicole Kidman movie where the baby comes back as her husband. <laughs> What? Creepy? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I know There's this an erotic one. scene where uh, she's in the bathtub with her, I think, five-year-old kid, and it's supposed to be her reincarnated husband. Really? Who dies at the beginning of the movie. Does Nicole oh, Kidman do, like, normal movies anymore? There's always got to be some stunt <laughs> in the background where she pisses Burr. on a Disney afternoon kid. And- <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Nicole. We used to love you. By, by we, we, I mean the mainstream. What's, what's yeah. another Oscar movie? Uh, let's see. What's next on the list? We can Our actually go in order. Oh, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Alan Arkin. Yeah, Argo is pretty great. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a fun, enjoyable, very tense movie. Yeah. Um, does okay? Do, do you mm-hmm. haven't seen Argo? I don't want to spoil no. anything. Okay. But it really. No, happened. I'm not going to watch it. But it, oh. really, <laughs> but it really happened, and I just going in and just by happenstance, a friend of mine was here. It's a history buff kind of what he's getting his P- to the point where he's getting his PhD in it oh. and we're watching Oliver Stone's Untold History of America and I just seen Argo and like most of the stuff in that movie did not happen and a lot of it didn't happen. I'm of the yeah. belief that like that cheapens the entire experience for me in hindsight well it does if you go in thinking that maybe but I mean it well, is I am ruining it for people who haven't yeah it is it. a movie um <laughs> And, you know, it's gotten a lot of flack for not being 100% historically factual, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that happens in a lot of movies, and uh, in this case, it does do a lot to heighten the tension and make it less of a dull uh, procedural movie. It does, but doesn't, doesn't, don't our expectations going into that movie, aren't they based off of this is something that happened in real life a short time ago? Yeah. Well, I Doesn't guess that have to do with our entertainment, the, the entertainment value of the movie? The you know, important the project really happened. Yeah. I do. I saw the sci-fi <laughs> special in Maryland. In Maryland. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I think I think when you see a dramatization of something, you expect that it's going to take a certain amount of license. A dramatization may not really happen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, Got him. All right. Simpsons reference yeah. number one. Yeah. That's probably the latest in the program. Yep. <laughs> 11, 11 minutes. 11 minutes. <laughs> Simpsons reference. Thank you. Nice. Get myself I'm not following up, and it's taking every ounce of self control <laughs> I have. What show was that on? Uh, disclaimer on Michael Graham. Uh, Rock Bottom. Rock Bottom. <laughs> Got me Venus to my last. <laughs> but I mean, you know, the important facts are there. I suppose. You know. Except the ones that aren't. Like, where they diminish. Well, it's Canada's it's not as if like yeah they never actually made a fake movie to, uh, to as a cover story and it's but wasn't there a movie recently with like Matthew Broderick and Alec Baldwin where they made a fake movie by the government? It wasn't. It seemed like it was based on the very same concept, but they went wild with it. Hmm. That movie fell away to history, I suppose. The but producers? I think it's because um. no, it was. It, <laughs> I swear to God, Alec Baldwin, Matthew Broderick, they made a movie. It's a movie about the CIA making a. Pretending to make a film in order to accomplish a goal. And I'm guessing it's sort of based on this because these paper, the Argo papers were only recently like... Declassified. Yeah, right. declassified. I was going to say unearthed. Thank you for stepping in. 
They were not unearthed. No one dug them out like Indiana Jones. That would be pretty cool, though. 7-Eleven really just missed a crossover opportunity with the Argogo Taquito. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that's uh, that's really a missed opportunity for a tagline. That should have been the bottom. <laughs> it should have been. It should have been on all the posters all where the children posters. can see it. Yes. In yeah. preschools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what a weird fucking name for a film. If you don't know, that's the name of the film. They're faking yeah. going into production as a Canadian production mm-hmm. to rescue hostages during the uh, I- Iranian, Iranian hostage conflict. crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, which my dad was involved in, so this I can't pretend that, that far. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I can't pretend I'm that invested in saying Argo is average. But I, my, my opinion is that most of the Oscar movies are always average and forgettable. Well, you know, I went in with without the greatest of expectations for this, and I ended mm-hmm. up really liking it. So yeah. I, yeah. You know, for what that's yeah. worth, it's, yeah, it's, it's not a phenomenal tearjerker or anything. No. It's a very watchable, very fun movie. It's yeah, just there's it's a sequence. entertaining and it's interesting. But there's a sequence in the movie that really, really, really heightens the tension. Mm-hmm. And once I learned it didn't happen, yeah. I said that's actually kind of racist. Hmm. To it's a scene where they part. they leave the Canadian consulate and they mm-hmm. go out in the actual marketplace oh, where right, the Iranians right. point fingers and and like do all that shit. Like <laughs> that actually never happened. That's just what you think Iranians are like? Well, they, they get upset because uh, some of the uh, film crew are photographing mm-hmm. things. And they, they don't want their stuff photographed. Why? Is it because uh, the rat feces and the content of their falafel? Might be. Something like maybe that. Maybe they I'd... think they're with the government. Maybe they're just... <laughs> Anybody else and have a... They're, <laughs> they're angry at white people because they just... You know, Anybody else have a fun health in- inspector embassy? joke? Or um... maybe they're like shopkeepers everywhere don't want you doing that. I mean, yeah, remember when your dad true. did that in Chinatown? Yep. yep. And uh, everyone came out, all the Chinese people went... They did. No, we were going around Chinatown with my dad and... He was in kind of a, a weird place emotionally, and he was uh, <laughs> what he was. I don't need to go into this, okay. but he was taking photos of everything, and uh, so we go into the shop in Chinatown. And he starts taking all these close-up photos of like this chintzy ass uh, dragon fountain, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "No, I want to get a close-up uh, shot so it looks. I can tell people it's like a statue because it'll blow out the perspective." I'm like, "Okay, you do that." And then this is an item for sale. Yeah, an right. item for sale. And I, I wonder why he keeps doing that. And then like the shopkeeper comes up to him. It's like, "Hi!" Like, "Oh, hello." What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just just taking a photo. You take a photo. You copy my merchandise. Like, no, I, I just like it. Like, yeah. And so the the guy like wandered off in a huff, and I'm like, okay, we should go now. Let's get out of here. Yeah. And then the Chinese attacked. Uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart did everything with his power to get us out. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. yeah. That is the that's the president, right? Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy sure. Stewart. Yeah. What? President Jimmy Stewart. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I can't even even think of his name now. (laughs) Jimmy Carter. (laughs) Jesus. Jimmy Stewart. What? What War score. That's a terrible impersonation. What are you doing, Jimmy Jimmy Carter? I should do Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. The vice president was actually a giant rabbit that only he could see. (laughs) Uh, Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. Led to a major constitutional crisis. Jimmy Stewart. See, I'm all wrapped up in Hollywood. Look at me go. 
<laughs> That's the biggest complaint, though, is that I assume the movie was inherently racist in its own way, and it's Hollywood patting itself on the back, which are two things that really annoy me. Yep. But also tend to win Oscars. I think it's become the front runner again. It was mm. the first front runner because it was like the first really like big movie out that was like this could win awards, and then. Ben Affleck got so shafted. Everyone was mm-hmm. like, wow, he was a really good director and he got shafted for the nominations. And now everyone's giving him his awards like as a consolation prize. It's, it's it, probably going to win Best Picture because of that. Does it not seem like he has... he Almost too fast has become Clint Eastwood, whereas Clint Eastwood was in a bunch of marginalized movies considered shit mm-hmm. and never really honored by Hollywood. Then he started directing movies that were um, uh, well, well produced and ultimately mediocre and forgettable. And then wins an Oscar every year, um, the same way I get my stockings filled with uh, Toblerones. <laughs> and, and well, the, the first batch of movies that Eastwood directed, for like, sure, you know, or Outlaw Josie right. Wales, Outlaw Josie Wales, or you know, Play Misty for me is probably when they start to get more respectable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or then Mystic River, like I, I went, oh, I guess that's not one of those movies you're made to watch over and over again. It doesn't seem very yeah. enjoyable. Is Grant that Serena. my daughter in there? Is that Remember my when he daughter? Says that? Just like that? Yeah. Is that my daughter in there? Hey, yes. is my daughter in there? <laughs> is that my <laughs> daughter in there? Guys, level with me. Actual clip. You, you know you know what I have to do now, actually? What's that? Uh, I got to do Interrupting Cow. Interrupting Cow? Wait, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's the purpose of Interrupting Cow? Uh, I listened to last year's Oscar uh-huh. podcast, and I wrote down everything we talked about. And Interrupting Cow is supposed to shut you up when you start going off about it again to save everyone from listening from the same thing. And we talked at length, I believe, about... uh, Clint Eastwood? Sean Penn and Uh, that performance. Nice. (laughs) It's too good. And why uh, Bill Murray and Lost in Translation should have won. I I knew you were going to do that. I just figured since old Cranky Hanky wasn't here, that that would be at a minimum. But fuck. All right. All right. I'm the curmudgeon. That's that's one. That's one. That's one. Then I have to go... Loser leaves town, kind of thing. As <laughs> <laughs> this guy Sean O'Neill that writes news for the AV Club, but he's mm-hmm. been doing like a whole bunch of stories based about how Ben Affleck snub is just kind of like it's a storyline that we're just going to see play out. So he just yeah. has all these things. Ben Affleck wins new awards in uh, run up to getting snubbed at the Oscars. <laughs> these are just all the headlines, and it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's won a lot of stuff because he's he got shafted. So what about not Argo? What about not Argo? Yes. What, we'll close that out Argo, with. Yeah. yeah. Best line in the Still movie. Still funny. Yeah. Yep. It is funny. Uh, let's see. What's up next? Beast of the Southern Wild? Beast of the Southern Wild, which I like a lot. It yeah. is nowhere near excellent and nowhere near worth nominating that nine-year-old for an Oscar for. Mm. I thought she was pretty good. She's pretty fine, good. but like, I swear to God, that didn't. that seemed like a child... Doing fine. It didn't. There was mm-hmm. nothing excellent about it. I've seen better kids in movies. Her delivery. Was she does strange. have to handle the entire movie. I mean, yeah. like that. That is a lot to shoulder for someone her age. Uh, and I do. Man, I want. I want everybody. It's rated PG thirteen, and it's gorgeous. It's mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. I, I some only an occasion over ask Christopher, where are you from? But if they did, if I was that important, uh, you can see what the layout of the area I grew up in looks like in Beasts of the Southern Wild. It looks like overgrown, swampy cypress uh, nice. with ivy and shit everywhere, burnt down trailers. Like, I live, I'm from a town, but right outside it, like, exactly like it looks wow. in so, uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild. a boat that's made out of a, tar- a truck tailgate? <laughs> if, I would be lying if I said I'd never seen that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that definitely shit like that happens. I've seen, I've been in double wides welded to one another to make quadruple wides. Yep. The same wow. way they raised the trailer up in the air for uh, old uh, Hush Puppy. Mm-hmm. 
Well, like watching that, uh, my my perception of the movie I think changed halfway through because at first I thought I was watching something post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. like oh this is after like massive floods have come and and there's just like this little community out in the outskirts and it's sort of post-apocalyptic. But no, it's it's actually there are people who live like that right now, right now, um, and in the and, bathtub, yeah, all that stuff about the levees and you know trying to equalize the water, mm-hmm. like. You know, it's 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 all happening right now. It happens. And it's a constant in constant flux in in Florida and basically everywhere mm-hmm. around the Gulf. Uh, the Delta, Mississippi Delta, uh, grows wider every year and takes towns with it. There are numerous towns in Mississippi that are underwater. Yep. It's wow. been happening for years. It'll continue happening to the rate of eight inches a year. Thank God. What are those, <laughs> those islands called? Like barrier islands? Yeah, the or? barrier islands. Yeah, so it's, think, it's set yeah. on one of them. It's like they're all supposed to be disappearing mm-hmm. in like the next mm-hmm. 10 years. Yep, which is not good because they take a lot of the brunt of, say, hurricanes mm-hmm. and kind of soak up some of that water. And now there's not really anywhere this is else for kind it of the go. business my dad is in. So, you know, he lets me in, or he was in before he retired. And. It's just this feudal, constant back and forth of creating groins in the ocean, which are mm. just giant right. underwater dams and like just mm. trucking in tons, literally tons of sand to try and stave this off. And they know it's not working, but there's mm. nothing else they can do. There is no other solution for the people. When one of the groins fails, does your dad go, ah, my groin? <laughs> <laughs> if you throw a football at a groin, is it funny? <laughs> Yes, Mar- <laughs> marginally it turns out marginally funny, marginally funny. Uh, but I want people to see that. I was trying to describe it the other day, and it, I love that it still has the same effect. I hate that everywhere on Laser Time VG Empire we talk about days pre-internet, but when you see a movie as a little kid and you don't know what it's called, but you can remember it visually very mm-hmm. great. Mine was one set in Australia where a bulldozer comes out of the water at the end. Uh, that the whole the whole town previously thinks is haunted and uh, ha- the lake is haunted, but it's just an old bulldozer. That movie is called F- The Quest or Frog Dreaming, uh, yes. starring the kid from E.T. It exists, and like for years, I didn't know what that was. If you show, uh, I, I would say like an, a seven-year-old or eight-year-old, Beast of the Southern Wild, totally appropriate and totally enjoyable for a child, mm-hmm. they'll never know what that movie is again, because this is one of those <laughs> movies that will be lauded by adults, mm. and kids will... Not realize they like, and I just I love the idea of implanting a memory like that into a child. So show kids *Beast of the Southern Wild* and then take it away from them. There was this nice. movie where this there was a kid had a magic Jordan uh, jersey, and it, and then she burned her house down, and the jersey talked like, to like, her. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brendan did. She's chased by boars. She lived in a bathtub. Uh, her, the gray. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, yeah, the, the, she, what's the? She was putting broken glass on her knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> what's the rumor that that girl is now being considered very heavily? Um, what's her name? Quetzalcoatl. Covengene. 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 Wallace is to be Annie uh, in the Annie movie, hmm. which I don't know why, but I love the fucking Annie movie. I watched that. I, I think it goes back to the days of old, where my dad had a friend who owned a, v- uh, a video rental store. Mm-hmm. We just got a VCR. Uh, the guy who owned the video rental store believed in Betamax and nothing else and had these piecemeal offerings of VHS, and there was like a dozen of them. Yep. So I got to pick mm. between those, and one of them was Annie. Mm. I'm really glad I live in an era where my only exposure to Annie is via Jay-Z. <laughs> and he's oh. also producing the movie. Oh, wow. I'm not kidding. I thought I'm... that track was a joke first time I heard it. I seriously thought it was a parody of something. Well, I, I just no. hadn't, I hadn't no. thought about... 
I hadn't thought about the movie Annie until that song came out, and you have the way it rooted in and pulled on something. What the fuck? What the fuck? I know what this is. Is Jay Z mocking me? What is this? What is this? Oh, fucking Annie! Jesus, I totally forgot Annie existed. I've seen it twelve hundred times. Yep, you Next well, Oscar movie, good. I suppose. Did you, should you play me off? Did I did I talk shit about Jay Z last time? No. Okay, good. Never would nope. do that. Oh, I should probably take Not this Mr. moment because we're about to get into a topic that's going to get sweary, I think. Um, Fuck! That uh, I, my mom asked me to not swear so much this time. I played her last year's well, and she said, You let her listen to this? Yeah, she said, You swear uh, too much, too much swearing. And I told her it's because I don't have to talk about Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close this year. So there will be <laughs> a lot less swearing. Man, that got nominated, huh? That was nominated. Did you see last it? Year. Oh. It's, I, it's on, it's on uh, one of my streaming so, services. So and- terrible. Yeah, but you, it's so oh. terrible, now I have to see it. I, I think I'm going to cow myself for that, just for mentioning it. But All right, you can cow yourself. Anyway, next movie's fucking Django. <laughs> <laughs> Which I lo- loved. Is- oh, man, so good. I love Django uh, quite a bit, and everybody complaining about it is... Fuck, man, I hate... I like that uh, video game Apocalypse is sort of, I don't know. Maybe I had a hand in helping decide those segments, but I love taking the piss out of white knights and soapboxing. Because, mm-hmm. yes, there is... You could make a complaint that the N-word is used to too, too much in Django, but it, it's not at the expense of hurting anybody. It just exists. And well, you're using this as a reason to talk about race in film. I'm like, the, the race is race is very it, central point of this movie. It kind of is uh, used to hurt people, but, I mean, that's sort of the central thing. Like, yes. it's It's one of the many ways that uh, blacks were demeaned during slavery. And and as Quentin Tarantino has said, like you know, people are like, oh, this, you know, this isn't realistic. It's like actual slavery was like a million times worse yes. than what he's depicting. <laughs> yes. And what he's depicting looks an awful lot like the Spanish Inquisition, mm-hmm. with like yeah. these ridiculous medieval torture devices. Yeah. It's it's just really fucked up. I think the N word is kind of the least of, exactly. Uh, it's like the least offensive portion of the movie, and like yeah. uh, the rest of it is. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking deal with it. It's a revenge film. For- I, mean, I mean, it is really weird to like listen to people like Don Johnson say it without any reservation. <laughs> yes, yeah. he doesn't. He especially does not have the right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, Philip Michael Thomas gave him the right. He said it was. Oh, okay. okay, okay, that's right. I remember when that happened. Oh, that reminds me. I haven't worked at all on my Christopher Waltz impression. <laughs> Someone I'd like to acquire. I could, <laughs> Do oh, the, I, pretty good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Anybody else want to go Christopher Waltz style? No. I, I should wish to talk to you. I, lo- <laughs> I like... I love it. In my vest pocket, In you my, will find... You will find an incredibly articulate note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I cannot say enough nice things about that movie. I was The only thing I was even disappointed by is uh, by the time uh, Christopher Waltz leaves the movie. Mm. I'm like, man, I wish the whole, I wish all of this. He would have been in every single scene. I love that. Yeah. Love yeah. that. He was on a Saturday Night Live. I watched a little bit. Did of you see the mm. Jesus on uh, I saw that. Crossed. Yep. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> That's was, the big takeaway the, the, the morning after. Did <laughs> yeah. uh, Jesus on Crossed with uh shit. It's one of the dudes doing a Brad Pitt impression of <laughs> who was it? Um, I know Ving Rhames is Pontius Pilate. Oh, um, I, I think it was St. Peter, I think, was Brad Pitt. St. Peter. Said, I want 100 Roman scouts. <laughs> I want my scouts. I need 11 apostles. <laughs> and God, Inglorious Bastards is really good, too. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of Jackie Brown and Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs, I believe I've watched to the point where I can never watch it again. 
and that has no bearing on the quality of that movie. But Django and Inglorious have, I don't know, I think maybe mm. taken the place of my favorite Tarantino movies. Mm. And that yeah. doesn't always happen where the director's newest movie is my favorite. I am yeah. definitely, I'm old school, if anything. And well, Pul- Pulp Fiction is the one for me that like I always forget how good it is. And then every true. time I watch it, I can't stop watching that's it. That's true. When, if On the rare occasion, like I'm actually in like channels 900 encores and it's playing unedited. Mm-hmm. And like, oh yeah, I'll sit here and yep. watch this yeah. forever. Yeah, well, the, there goes the, two hours. There was a while. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's like his super mainstream film. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I liked it when it came out, but probably hasn't aged very well. And then, it, like, it came on on like a bus. I was riding for some <laughs> reason, like some some shuttle thing for E three that oh, was going to okay. take like a couple hours. And so I watched the whole thing, just rapt attention. Oh, is this for the Pulp Fiction game? Oh, we can't announce that yet. <laughs> no, we, we can't, can't announce yet. that yet. No, no, no. That's a secret. I cannot we're, wait. We're to... all sworn to NDAs uh, to not say anything about how there's a game coming out about yes. Pulp Fiction. Nor can we talk about the adrenaline attachment for the Wii U <clears throat> gamepad. No. You don't have to slam into <laughs> up to eight friends. Plugs into your thyroid gland. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And nor do not tell anybody about the... Um, Dead F and N word storage cheat. No, no, no. <laughs> really, well, you can, you get there's, through the there's game. a Wii U uh, gamepad uh, <laughs> mini game where you can actually manage uh, dead N word storage. And Man, don't you wish we still worked at Gene <laughs> at this point? We have come together with a Pulp Fiction game. And they made a Reservoir Dogs game, so this isn't they totally far fetched. It's kind of awful. You're <laughs> walking idea. on the main screen and his butt on the Wii U control <laughs> screen. You're trying to get the watch out. Yes, it's just, just like pin the tail on the donkey with a little more thrust. <laughs> Which uh, I believe is that, that's probably not a spoiler. That character in Pulp Fiction, uh, Christopher Walken's character, is the only tie in to Django. Mm. Because one of the characters they're hunting has the same last name, Colonel Kuntz. Um, uh, and that's that's because all his movies have some, right. some tie. They, they all, like, except for Kill Bill, I think they all take place in the same universe. Yeah, and and this that's what ties the so, universe together. Yes, Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs take place mm-hmm. in a universe where, uh, I don't want to spoil Inglorious Bastards, but where that ending is history. Really? Yes. Interesting. Inglorious Bastards takes place in the same universe as. Uh, Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. So that the in their world, Hitler has died at the hands of a, an American team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. And is, and uh, I think hmm. Cracked has actually pontificated on like maybe this is why uh, pop culture is so incredibly important in the other movies because it it helped kill Hitler. So everybody has to drop wow. everything and talk about pop cultural shit, <laughs> <laughs> and it's Just it's reverentially case, important. Day, wow. They have wow. to mow down Hitler. <laughs> and when are we going to get another Hitler? Uh, hopefully never. Do you think that unified? No, do you think that unified people though, like to have one universal thing to hate and rally behind? Maybe. Yeah. Who's There's that? Who's short. that guy firing off nuclear missiles in Korea right now? Oh, Korea. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. I don't think he might be a good guy to, to rally around. Really? I want to see. I if, just. I don't know. I sort of. I, obviously, if any of you watch old entertainment, you end up wishing you were. I wish I could have lived through World War II. Not been over there, but like, <laughs> but like, been alive to like watch that shit happen. And I just yeah. like, can we just have our SpongeBob cartoons like start making fun of Kim Jong Il? Wish like, I could have but, suffered through racism and or rationing. Yeah, exactly. Like it wouldn't have been me because I'm I'm a white male. It would have been great. Hmm. I could have like, dodged a draft and had all the brothers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They they go lift lumber all day, just waiting for me at home. Mm-hmm. So I, I I drive up in my Nash. And, Fresh from the opium den, <laughs> get pleased by a woman who worked all day. 
Uh, <laughs> ride the rails back to Saskatchewan. <laughs> yes. yes, straight from the Catskills. Go ride your uh, antique, huge-wheeled bicycle. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm totally lost in the air at this point. <laughs> I am as well. But turn out those lights. Do some cave paintings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another Oscar movie, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, Les Mis is next. Uh, no, Jesus, where's Henry to be uh, here? To when, you yeah. need him, when you need somebody who actually liked that pile of shit. <laughs> is it, whoa, so you guys thought it was bad? Yeah. Um, I thought it was mediocre. I thought uh, it was kind of badly directed Mm -hmm. yeah it's a great example when people say i don't understand how a director can affect a movie that's a great example the director ruined the movie really yeah well what is he noted for he did uh king's speech oh Oh. so he's he's a real okay director Mm -hmm. but i watched that recently again that holds up it does does it really yeah Yeah. Yeah, okay yeah it's it's very enjoyable but he he for some reason like the i guess he decided i'm gonna open up the play, which is what you usually do, you know, instead mm-hmm. of it being on a stage, it can be on a main street and you can see lots of angles. Mm-hmm. And instead of opening it up so it feels like a real world, he decided the problem they're on the stage really far away. We need close ups of their faces. That's what we couldn't see in mm-hmm. a theater. So yeah. the whole movie is just close ups of faces. Very long close ups of faces. They even close-ups. do the Michael Bay uh, spin around people and No. No, no, no just no. kind of static close ups. Just close ups like like Hugh Jackman's face takes up most of the gigantic screen. And it's like, you know, I should be at this point maybe appreciating the scope of like the area around him mm-hmm. and you know getting a sense of grandeur yeah, to, to compliment the song the and instead I'm sitting there counting the moles on his face which I can see <laughs> very clearly is he at Morgan Freeman level yet or is he getting there no well you know, I think uh, what what kept captivating me was Russell Crowe mm. who's kind of awful yeah. every time <laughs> it would do a close up of his face he like has this really big wart on his cheek that I'd keep focusing on yeah wow. I never so, really noticed it yeah, you can you can see all the detail of it. Russell Crowe's wart presented in 4D. Exactly. Yeah, that just I and I got bored. <clears throat> Did I, you? Got, I just there was a point where I was like, I'm actually starting to feel sleepy and bored because I'm staring at people's faces. Important things are happening. They're saying important things are happening. Well, they're singing important things are happening, <laughs> and I'm never seeing it. I'm never seeing the you know these guys are getting attacked by an army. I see three guys. It's like <laughs> I, I want to see the army. Can we please have a long shot? Yeah. I beg you. I think the only parts I really liked were um, Sasha Baron Cohen's parts as the innkeeper. Yeah, um, he was actually lively. kind of funny in that. Yep. And he actually recreated like some of the numbers from the, the stage play, Master of the House. It's great. That's what that's from? Yes. Mm-hmm. But wait, Diana, you're leading me to believe your Les Mis experience left you more miserables? Yes. Not less miserable. Not less miserable. That would be a good Rex name Reed. for a sequel. Hey, I, I'm Rex Reed twirling a mustache. That guy's yeah. the worst, by the way. Is he? Wait, oh, didn't yeah. he do something really stupid recently? All the time. Yeah. If you read any yeah. of his reviews, all he does is talk about how much he hates the Coen brothers, any modern director, mm-hmm. really anybody that anybody under 40 likes. Like, he's just, it's yeah. hilarious. He's completely <laughs> lost his mind. Yeah, Coen brothers and Kevin Smith are garbage. Not even them, but Kev- like... Kevin Smith is a fraud, fraud. he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A fraud? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, Eddie... Uh, What's his face? Uh, Inception, the director. Uh, Christopher Nolan. Hack. Uh, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Anybody. Hack. I, I wonder who he likes then. Like he loves old be... traditional Hollywood garbage, circa eighty. Yeah. Five. So what? Peter Bogdanovich? Like yes. who are the yeah, fe- where the fuck one. else do yeah, you go? Green light. Who, who, I'm hilarious. surprised he hasn't written any columns on like 
why don't we get any more Fred Astaire movies? <laughs> he did uh, review that awful-looking identity theft movie, but he spent mm. the whole time just saying, look how fat this hippo cow of a That's woman is. That's what I remember. What a train yes. truck she is, like the whole thing. That's what, what I, an asshole. That's what yeah. I rem- that's what I remember him tur- like That's his most recent his I'm most an recent I'm an idiot moment yes. was that this woman's so fat and why is she appearing on posters if she's this fat? Yeah, essentially. Excuse me. Fat people shouldn't be in movies. They shouldn't be represented in they any shouldn't way. Shouldn't be in public. I got to show this guy <laughs> she devil cuz that movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess nice. an, what's another Oscar movie? Uh, Life of Pi. Life of Pi. Read the first half of the book from the Deluxe, no director just... of Hulk. From Hulk <laughs> in Brokeback Mountain. Man, what yep. a body of work! Yeah, yeah. I, I actually really like that movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I would recommend if you can see it in 3D. Yeah, because that does it's actually in 3D? make a difference. Yeah. Yes, it is. Huh. It does make a difference. Yeah, yeah. It's because so much of the movie takes place in one location. Mm-hmm. It's a boat. A boat. Um. The, the sort of the depth of field that you get from 3D is actually very mm. important, and Ang Lee is so good visually that he uses that, mm. and so you really have the feeling of the tiger's over there, the tiger's over here, it's over there, and there's nothing around you. Is there any way to encapsulate what it's about in a way that makes sense? Ooh. Hmm. Well, the <laughs> short term is uh, it's a story of survival where this kid is stranded on a boat with a an adult Bengal tiger and has to figure out a way to keep both of them alive without being eaten. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the long version is uh, what is truth, what is God, and what is our place in the universe. What? Yeah. It gets kind of heavy. Yeah. And it's it's much more captivating than my short description made it sound. Like, a <laughs> yeah. lot can happen in that framework. Mm. And a lot does happen. And it's I heard it's the tiger really improv a lot. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. I don't know that at all. <laughs> uh, did a little song and dance at one point. That was just totally, like, he just yes. came to the set one day and says, like, hey, guys, let's try this. <laughs> okay, Bengal Tiger. Are you talking to me? Richard Parker, whatever his <laughs> name is. Yeah, Richard Parker. Yeah, The writer of the Ghostbusters song? No, that's Ray Parker. <laughs> ah, ah, see, this is why I always lose a trivia. <laughs> uh, that, that one, that, that one, I actually, I, I was a little cynical about, just because um, I dated a girl who loved the. Bo- I didn't even realize this. I hated that movie because I dated a girl who loved the book, whom I now hate. Mm. And then the movie gets announced like, fuck that shit. <laughs> that was not really fair to Life of Pi. And also extremely rude with Diane's mom was listening. I'm sorry for saying that. <laughs> Screw that crap. <laughs> Forget that junk right in the country. <laughs> I hope I never meet this lady. <laughs> you probably already have. Oh, yeah, God, I did. Wedding. Come on. Oh. We will go to break. And when we get back, uh, we will talk about the rest of the Oscar movies. Our super, super Oscar special. Mike Graham, take us out with something fantastical. Uh, I got this really cool gif of a corgi that runs into a room with a ball and he falls down. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yo guys, what's up? It's Chris here. Uh, stupid breaks. We'll make it really fast, though, I promise. I think, pertinent to this conversation, we talked Diana into posting some videos that she captured from her home VHS tape of the stupidest, cringeworthy, and hilarious Oscar moments from years past. I think she, I will hope she can post a bunch of those this week. That'd be really cool, so check that out on Laser Time Podcast. Check that out on LaserTimePodcast.com. Also there, I think Dave Rudd has a new episode of Cheap Podcast, our Laser Time's wrestling show, recapping the magic and the wonder 
of the WWE Chamber Elimination match. I don't know. I was, once again, way more invested than I ever would have thought. Uh, so you can hear Brett, Henry, Dave, and I discussing wrestling. Um, and then also in this week's Cape Crisis, we talked about the 10th anniversary of Daredevil. We'll be back this week with more comic book talk. VG Empire, I believe there's a new episode coming up this week. But if you haven't caught it recently, uh, it was recently like ActRaiser and Sports. Funner than it sounds, I swear to God. So as always, we encourage you to go to our website and donate to us through, via the PayPal link right there. Every cent helps us buy new equipment, keep our hosting up. None of this is free, but we love doing it. And we probably won't continue to do it if it ends up eating out of our own pocket. But yes, that's there. But if you don't want to donate anything, there's t-shirts for sale for like each show. Some of the stuff designed by you guys. Really cool stuff in there. My favorite being a, a little duck battle, a little bird battle, uh, familiar faces. That's all I'll say about that. And then, yeah, if you don't do, want to do any of that, weekly, we post a weekly reminder of what's come out on Amazon this week, including games, pre-order bonuses, deals, movies, TV shows, and comic books. All you have to do is just take a look at that, click any link, enter Amazon, buy that, or buy whatever you want. You don't have to buy what's in the link. It just helps us out just a tiny little bit to keep all this stuff on. Thank you very much. And now back to our Oscar show. Laser time, second segment. All aboard. Let's go. I predict uh, Avengers will win. Uh, Avengers will win. Yep, it'll be a surprise writing candidate. Yes, a surprise writing candidate. The new category of greatest comic villain reveal during the credits. Hmm. That is a new mm. category. Nice. A lot of competition for that. Yes, 10 mm-hmm. nominees this year. It's kind of crazy. Whoever that guy was <laughs> at the end of Amazing Spider-Man. Well, the guy at the end of Amora, I thought, was kind of kind of weird. Didn't yeah. really fit with the tone that of the really? film. Yeah, I mean, it's really sad. And then all of a sudden, Galactus, I think. I think it's Galactus. I... Shows up. There's a big shadow. And he's mm. like, I will destroy you. And we're like, whoa. I couldn't tell if it was Booster Gold or Electro. But either way, it's his to lose. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the Laser Time Oscar episode. Um, which, what? Wait, what are we talking about? Are just the best pictures so far? Uh, yeah, just so far. What are the best? What are these? Some other best pictures nominees? We, we definitely have gone through. I'm not pulling clips to not play them over and over again, people. I apologize. <laughs> Chris gets a dollar every time. He yep. <laughs> yep. If you click that, if you click that sound bite, you go straight to Amazon. By the <laughs> go ahead, try it. Our click your screens. Come on, kids. You set up one click to work when you click the link from Laser Time. It automatically seriously try it. It might work. I'm gonna do it again in three, two, one. It's the really shitty sound program. I bet all I have to do is queue up six plays, and this thing will die completely. I'll lose all my mouse size music. Oh no, that would be a tragedy. Ah, Jesus, why can I not get rid of those? That's a grown man. I had to pull that (laughs) (laughs) Wayne Allwine? He's Uh, dead. Come on, have a little respect. Um, (laughs) Where are we as far as Oscars go? Uh, Next up, we got Lincoln. Lincoln. Yep, the the other front runner. Hard Lincoln Lincoln. It's gonna be Argo or Lincoln. I was bored shitless by this by the this really? movie. Really? Yes. You're not into huh. parliamentary well, you procedure. Did, you did take a huge shit before the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did uh, I ver- I get very little attention on the social device Get Glue, but I just checked in. I just looked at it yesterday. I was like, "No, no, shit, got to pee." 
And that was my comment for Lincoln, and it's been liked by like 80 people. Um, okay. Uh, I, w- I don't know. I was super bored. It looked. I, I-, I appreciated the direction they were going in because I thought it was just going to be this awful biography on Lincoln's yeah, life. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And mm-hmm. not what I guess you would call probably a uh, Hollywood version of the greatest thing he ever did. Yeah, probably. And, um, and the reasoning behind that. And I got it immediately, and then it was just like, man, these costumes are really great. I think he's mm. going to free the slaves against adversity. I, it was like midnight, and I was drunk. Ah. But, um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was pretty bored. I, I don't was, know. When I saw it, it, realizing it was one of the longest Oscar movies this year, it mm-hmm. felt like you know much shorter than three hours. Really? Yeah. Mm. And and I can't say the same for like Les Mis, which felt like six hours, even though it was like two and a half. Yeah, I'm out of miserables jokes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> less yeah. miserables. Yeah, it's it's a movie about my landlord. Less miserables. <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, splash out in the uh, New York Times the other day for Nat Geo's Lincoln movie that's coming out. Oh yeah, Killing oh, Lincoln. Boy. Killing Lincoln. Killing Lincoln. Based Man. on the Bill O'Reilly book. Oh, was it? Wait, really? Uh, yes. Oh, yes, he has like all those. I, I went into Target and like, we just got a Target, so it's been a while since I've been in any superstore like that. And I see Killing Lincoln, like I've heard of Bill O'Reilly. He's a series of Killing Presidents books? Killing Kennedy? Like, and oh, it's all like that's right. He's got, Bill O'Reilly's face on them and then like 16 co authors beneath it. No wonder <laughs> that guy writes like 10 books a year. Yeah. He's got mm. lots of different studios contributing. Does he? I, I don't care. Okay, sorry. He's still having a hard time finding anyone to take his Killing Obama book. Penguin's <laughs> <laughs> turned it down repeatedly. Yeah, well, now, now he's done the two good ones. I mean, when do we get it? You know, killing mm. Arthur. <laughs> killing, killing McKinley. McKinley. I died in 30 days. <laughs> More Simpsons. Thank you very much. Killing Harrison. <laughs> it's all about pneumonia. Bathtub Terror, the story mm. of Taft. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all just right. imagine Taft sitting there with a, like, yes. a little bath, a battleship floating in his bathtub. And yeah, he, I just like, imagine scooches back and forth to make a tidal wave. <laughs> all, all like the World War. Oh, here comes Godzilla! <laughs> oh God! Just all these biblical bath toys on the floor, floating on the floor. <laughs> Poor Taft. All right, I, I visualized Mike's joke. Let's try not to top it. Um, what was Lincoln? Lincoln. Lincoln. So I should go back and watch it then, because I did obtain a copy. Hmm. I won't tell you how. But I will say, when I shove them in my PS3 now, a certain service makes me unplug my internet. Because the PS3 goes, naughty, naughty boy, and shuts off audio. Uh. Not realizing I'm a member of the Academy. Um, That's exactly what we want. Electronics so smart that they uh, cut in on your your fun. I really feel like it's only a matter of time. And when that happens... Every single podcast I have ever been involved with the editing of will disappear from the internet once iTunes can recognize licensed shit is inside of it. Well, you know, there, there's already a consortium that uh, has claiming is claiming the rights to the concept of podcasting and is yep. demanding money from podcasters. Yes, and luck, thankfully only to popular podcasters because they've left laser time alone. But mm-hmm. I did notice for a while, like, a bunch of stuff didn't go live for a couple days. Um, oh, my. Uh, because of that thing, I think they just had to square that out. It's one of those patent trolls, right? Um, yeah. yeah. The technology that allows you to make a feed, I think somebody had tried a patent or something like that, or claimed they had a patent on. Yeah. Which is absurd. Well, basically, it's just one of those things. It's like you could probably defeat it in court, but it would take a lot more money than just uh, paying these people to go away, mm-hmm. which is what Apple did. It paid them like $8 million when they sued Apple over the the concept of iTunes. 
Really? Yes. Man. Okay. Now we know what we're going to do in our spare time. I'm going to quit laser time and try <laughs> and, and just, find a patent to yeah, sue Google. Go, it was go. my idea to yeah. street view. Now you uh, just need to find a particularly shitty lawyer. And uh, <laughs> Yes. Um, that shouldn't be hard, am <laughs> I right? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, good start. Uh, wait, where are we with Oscars? We did. We talked about Lincoln poorly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will now. I will concede. Well, I really enjoyed Lincoln. I, I recommend it. I, I will concede that Daniel Day Lewis's Lincoln impression is in fact good and does not sound a lot like the 1970s Lorax. No, no, no. No, I speak for the trees. Slavery is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't always sound like that, but it does in a lot of cases. Oh, now you're done it. <laughs> You gotta go free the slaves oh God, and the Baba Luke shoot bears. There's a little Walter Brennan in there too. Walter Brennan, <laughs> I'll take it. Gus Chickens. Oh, oh, we got some gold here. <laughs> Someone just like gold. you and less free the slaves. Uh, and yeah, but it's anyway. Words. I mean, it's it's a good example of how you make a biographical movie that's not just a biography and boring. Mm-hmm. You know, that I think should be a ray mold of like birth to death. As we were watching the Oliver it. Stone, um, yeah, I just said I was watching the Oliver Stone until History of America on Showtime, and um, his W movie is fucking terrible. Mm. It is one of the worst depictions. Like, why would you think this is a watchable movie? Someone wanted to make it of a president just out of office. It's it's so fucking boring and forgettable. I don't know. That's how you do a biography poorly on a very prominent figure. It's nothing to do yeah. with whether I love or don't like George W. Bush because I love him. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, he's, he's hilarious. I love him. Yes, uh, I love him now that he can no longer affect public policy. Sure. It, dude, did you guys see his paintings? Oh yeah. Oh, what? Man. Oh, Genius. So Wait, what? So somebody like hacked his email account, and in there were like photos of paintings he has done. Really? Like, he was sending uh, to like a family member, and out George on the internet. Yeah. The president's email account. Or, like, it wasn't his. I think it was it's like a family member, okay. and it had those in it. But yeah, yeah. it's like it's self portraits of like him in the bathtub. In yep. a bathtub. One in the bathtub. One in the shower. One in the yeah. shower. Yeah. And they're not terrible. <laughs> really? They're, 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 yeah, they're barely better than what I could do. Right, but they're yeah, yeah. sort of I mean, coming lo- from who? I mean, it's a monkey. Come on, yeah. come on, New York hipsters. Let's embrace this guy <laughs> as an artist. I really want to see him <laughs> as the emergent talent coming around with a fucking beret. There's this darkness that follows me. So I'll flip it around on the. My paintbrush is a weapon now. It's symbolistic of uh, me <laughs> trying to cleanse myself yeah, from my, the things I didn't know. Canvas is a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> That's how I convey my message. Ah, uh, uh, nice. I call this uh, liberation of Lubbock. And then, right. right. So, Oscars. <laughs> Oscars. There we go. Um, you can't help but kind of just head swing. Yep. Yeah, I'm doing a little dance. I'm not trying. Cool. The off keenness makes it sound like it's a marching band. <laughs> yeah. The what? Like a bad The off keenness of it. Oh, oh, I thought you just named an instrument. Oh, no. the off keenness. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a read. What are, more, what are more Oscar movies? Um, Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook. Ah, yep. fantastic movie. That was a really Isn't? good movie. Yes. Yep. Okay, it looked... I don't know. I'm, I love O. Russell. Can I call him O. Russell? <laughs> It's, that's a, that's an initial, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Not, he's not Irish. No. Okay. I love, I love Russell. I love David O. Russell's. Check uh, out me new movie. Me new movie. <laughs> David O. Russell. I got Jennifer Lawrence Shalali over. I don't have much to my Irish impression, and I apologize. <laughs> Did we do an entire episode making fun of the Irish, and it didn't phase you in the slightest? 
Oh man, I get so hurt about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very difficult to troll Mike Grimm. It doesn't work at all. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, they, well, it's weird. Like they don't know how to sell it. Mm-hmm. I think is their big problem. Like they, it kind of like it's a romantic comedy. They made it look like punch drunk love. Like and the same... then sometimes it's like it's actually about mental illness. It's a character study. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's about dancing. And you're like, wait. <laughs> What, huh? It's kind of all of these Wait, things. It is kind of. It's it's, it's a romantic really comedy dancing, that though. doesn't suck, and it's about mental illness and, and a little bit of dancing. I got yeah. I gotta say I hate that fucking title though. That's a bad title. I really it's hate the title. Playbook. Yes, yeah. it makes sense uh, in the context of what the characters keep saying, and that like the father, uh, main character's father is played by Robert Nero, mm-hmm. and he's this uh, obsessive compulsive bookie, and he's <laughs> continually like he he wants uh, his son to like. Watch the Eagles game with him because he thinks that that will help the Eagles win. Uh, when his uh, son isn't there, he devises other things. Like he has Chris Tucker sit with the remotes, like holding the remotes at a certain Chris angle. Chris Tucker's in a non-Rush Hour movie? He is. What? And he's not bad. He's Robin. not bad. Don't you ever touch a black man's civil learning playbook. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, also the main character keeps talking about the silver linings. He's and looking, he's for, looking silver for silver linings. linings. But they, oh, don't, they don't smack you over the head with it. It's not like at the end where it's like, we all have our own silver linings. Playbook. Playbook. <laughs> yes. I feel yeah. like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. This is she's my good, good luck charm. Yeah, she's back. Really good. Uh, I forgot she was in Winter's Bone. Yes, oh, yeah. I mean, that's the first movie we saw her in, was it not? Yeah. yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then also, the, the dance scenes, uh, her ass looks incredible. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yep. Now I have a reason Something to see this for movie. Daddy there. <laughs> <laughs> Something for Daddy. <laughs> Oh, wonderful! She is the kids something for day. (laughs) She is a beautiful waterlogged mannequin. I love the way I I do love the way she looks. She she does. She looks like she's you just she's been floating in a river for too long. (laughs) But she's like she looks sort of like the perfect human being, uh, just a little. Chris perfect human being is a mannequin <laughs> yeah, that's been floating in a river. There's still something wrong. There's still, have you seen that human Barbie lady going around the internet? Like that's how Jennifer no. Lawrence looks compared to a mannequin. Um, she's built impossibly well, okay. but it looks like she's been uh, submerged and a little bloated. But it is nice to see De Niro actually put out a little bit of an effort. He tried? He did. He I does. love it when De Niro tries. But he's also going back to that, well, a bookie? This is De Niro territory. He, he can do this. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's, it's deeper more, than most of his More suburban dad so. bookie. He's yeah. not like seriously. Like fantasy gonna... football bookie where it's totally on the up and up? Yeah, mm. something like that. And he does <laughs> kind of give you a sense of what he's going through as this character's father and every everything that's going on in their lives. And that he, he really does want to find some way to connect emotionally to his son's. Who say inappropriate things at all times? Awesome. Yep. I hope we can f- get some uh, good behind-the-scenes stuff of David O. Russell yelling at people. Oh, that'd that be comes great. out of this because yeah. that's uh, always fun. The Three Kings DVD. I love that movie, Three Kings. Great so movie. fucking yeah. so so much, and there's a, a plenty of behind-the-scenes shots that showcase an enormous amount of tension, especially if you've seen these scenes of him yelling, calling Lily Tomlin a cunt at the top of his lungs. Yeah. I just want um, to see him tell Robert De Niro that if he, does, if he doesn't emote more, he's going to kill his dog. <laughs> and Robert De Niro crying, he said he's going to kill my dog. This guy, oh, yeah. okay, I'm going to the Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, so yes, I'm glad. I'm glad I got an endorsement of that. I really did want to see that, but something yeah. about it yeah. scared me to where like I don't know why I'd fucking just see the movie. Uh, I, I was reluctant to see it too. Like it just didn't look very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And then I went and I'm like, oh yeah, that was fantastic. Just oh, okay, great, great fucking movie. Yeah, 
What's the last one we're missing? Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. Um, also, the last one we saw. Yep. Yeah. Which one didn't you see? No. I haven't seen. I, I haven't not seen any of them. Nope. Oh, I thought you said you saw nine out of ten. Nope, nine out of nine. Oh, okay. Nine out of nine. Only nine this time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? No clue. No uh, clue. Couldn't couldn't get, squeeze Avengers in there. No. They get weird math about how to, to get in. It's weird. It was nine last year too. I bet Tom Hanks votes twice so heavy. So whatever he likes, <laughs> probably gets instantly nominated. Yep. Uh, which, wait, what was the last one? I forgot already. Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. Um, I don't know what to think about this movie. I really, really, really want to see it. Do you? I enjoyed it. it yeah? It was enjoyable. It was weird, like, walking into it. I'd heard about the controversy about torture and its depiction, and I thought it would be, like, one scene, mm-hmm. and it's, like, the first quarter of the movie and is a substantial subplot. Mm-hmm. And it's tough because it's, like, <clears throat> like I, I see the controversy I see what people would kind of get on soapboxes and be white knight about it's terrible yeah. we should never have done that blah blah but why would but, you assume out of the movie she's directed that she would be condoning torture exactly, by depicting you, this it's de- it's depicted in such a just sort of lay it out there here it is unbiased kind yeah. of way that you kind of see what you want to see yeah well I think I, that's well, really the char- reflected in th- the way they covered it was like there was the whole torture issue that came from like left wing sort of publications, and then there was the whole this is just made to support Obama that came from the right wing, and both those mm-hmm. issues are just like kind of non issues. That's what I thought. I, I haven't even seen the movie. I thought it was kind of pro torture because the characters seem to be pro torture. Mm-hmm. They they like you know they talk later in the film about like well we've lost the detainee program so what are we gonna do talk to some lawyered up guy in Gu- Guantanamo he's just gonna have mm-hmm. his lawyer Warren Bin Laden like. I don't, so, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, like they they lament the loss of torture and and detainees that they have total control over. It's just so easy and it works so well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I mean, the the big argument was does does it work? Is it shown as helping us get Bin Laden? And it's like not really because they show no. them, you know, torturing this guy, but they also show him treating him well and as so, part of the torture. No, it's sort of after the torture, so it's sort of. Waterboarding you know, than cupcake party is is the <laughs> you know is the torture meant to extract information or is it meant to break them mm-hmm. and then you know you give them some food and they start talking it's kind of you can argue it either way so I thought that was pretty well done I am pro torture as someone who's pro torture um, I have not seen the movie and can no longer go forward with this joke <laughs> um, I'm happy you cut um, yourself off. I will, I will say, if if the uh, playing fast and loose with facts in Argo annoys mm-hmm. you, it will annoy you here. Really? Too. Mm. Yes. Well, so where I actually don't know where did the information come from? In order uh, to... Medal of Honor Warfighter. Ah, <laughs> ah, so the bearded guy's in the movie. Yeah. Great. Welcome to Tier One. <laughs> um, where did it come from? Well, I think it's a little more nebulous, but I, I have heard complaints that like it focuses on this one CIA operative who's female, when in fact it was a quote-unquote sisterhood of female CIA operatives who who played a key role in uh, in finding Bin Laden. So you know what I bet? I bet up into a super lady. Yes, huh? I bet yeah, all three exactly. of them were not as hot as Jessica Chastain combined. Therefore, they you're probably get, right. Exactly. I, don't know. I haven't seen <laughs> frumpy military ladies. <laughs> With giant shoulders <laughs> and their unfuckable uh, digital fatigues. Can I, should I keep going? Alienating people? Sure, you're sure. really digging um, down. You know, dig up, Chris. I, I, have, I have no horse in this. I have no dog in this fight. I do not care. Why am I doing this? Um, Why apologies is it the to everyone. digital fatigue specifically that are unfuckable? <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> Urban camo, hell yeah. I was just trying to... Comedy through specificity. I, just, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything but the digital fatigues in so long. Yeah. 
Right? Is that all they yeah, use? Yeah, it's like what they yeah. do too. Because they're, most they're... of the time, the the battleground is inside the Matrix, and that helps you stay invisible. Yeah. I've, I've mm-hmm. heard that those are also terrible, and they try to avoid using them now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Because they show up so well in fucking photographs? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I look <laughs> sick on my PS3 controller. Though, yeah, bro. bro. It's my new emblem in Call of Duty Warfare. And... <laughs> <laughs> but Hurt Locker was good. That was their previous movie, right? That, I like that, it. Yeah, that was the I weird know. thing. I was on a plane to Italy all those years ago, and I saw the end, never having heard of it. I just saw the end of it, and like this was kind of cool. What, what, what was this? And I never sought it out to watch again. I saw the end, and mm. the last thirty minutes. That's of worth Hurt watching. It's yeah? really good. Come on, is she win. really gonna beat Point Break? Is like that's one of my favorite movies ever made, and like yeah. no irony whatsoever. Like I love it. I want it so bad, it's like ass in my mouth. That is a line from the movie. I fucking love that movie. Wow. So you uh, recommend Point Break? Yes, oh. every, every line is saying, Buddy! Buddy! You're gonna it. Do they still do Point Break Live here? I don't know, but I really want to see Point Break that. Live was an interesting, I think, local concept where each yeah. week the theater would do a live theatrical version of Point Break and a member of the audience was nominated to play Johnny Utah. So a different person played Keanu Reeves' Johnny Utah every time. Yep. Reading off a cue card. Reading off a cue card. So to capture his performance. Yes. Yeah, I, I always wanted to see that, but like the, I, I wanted to see them like wheel out like uh, a robot on a cart that just like made loud, horrible buzzing noises uh, whenever yeah, it's lying for agent. That's like... And then like characters react to that. Get an old dot matrix printer. Just <laughs> there you go. Even better. <laughs> this continually. Prints. I don't care what you say, Utah. We gotta stop. <laughs> Maybe you can just like print out like an ASCII portrait of Keanu Reeves every you, time. You think way back when, like there was, she definitely condoned torture in the way Anthony Kiedis was held at that lawnmower. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm done. You would have had to seen Point Break as many times as me. Uh, I had Point Break fucking dreams for year for like a week wow. after seeing that movie. Uh, Sorry, what were we talking about? Torture? Zero Dark Thirty. No, okay, Zero Dark Thirty. So I should see that movie. Yeah, you yeah. should. I should not see Les Mis. No, no. I should not see Amor. You should probably not see Amor. I don't it think is. you'd like it. Uh, my my grandfather's in an old folks home, and he's been known to mutter out loud, "I wish I was dead." So what if I showed that to him and like this is at best what you have to look forward to. Just think, do it. I think you'd you'd really depress your your granddad with that. Well, I just think, or maybe he'd sit there and laugh the whole we time. Got him, we got him digital cable, so there's too many like old westerns for him to disappear into, not realizing he has no business being alive at this point. <laughs> so <laughs> he can just laugh as like those fuckers don't know how good they got it. <laughs> Great making fun of my grandfather. It's like making fun of the Amish. He'll never fucking hear this. There's no way this will get to his ears. Even if someone handed him the MP3, he would not know what to do with it. He does not have headphones that don't look like Ross's from You Can't Do That on Television. Like giant yellow and 16 dongles coming off of them. Wow. Pearly cords. That was a deep reference. It was a little too deep. I apologize. Um, shit. Was there anything you were pissed at? What, I, like, I actually didn't see that many movies in the theater. Is there anything you were pissed that wasn't nominated for an Oscar? Um... Hmm. Avengers, I will say, probably the best movie yeah, of the year. I, Avengers, I think, except for Nerd. like visual effects and like that's it. I don't know if it's even the sound categories. That's sort of weird. It's in it's in one of them, but I mean like that 
that was my super depressing revelation is that was the only time I'd seen an Oscar nominated movie that wasn't Wreck-It Ralph which was the only one nominated for, on the basis of being a good movie well here's the thing I think The Dark Knight is like the That's, baseline minimum for what the Academy will accept from a superhero movie mm-hmm. in order to, to nominate it for best picture mm-hmm. and I don't I don't I like I really liked Avengers I don't think it's quite that good what 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 oh god no that was supposed to be more dramatic <laughs> Uh, no, no, sorry, I was in the middle of a burp. That all came out weird. <laughs> that did come um, out weird. <laughs> no, I, uh, maybe not the Avengers, but somebody had compared it to the way they never nominated any of the Lord of the Rings films, and then mm-hmm. Until Return of the Return King. of the King, because he was concluding the series, and it wasn't fair that you not accept these as good movies, given how much everybody seems to like right. them, and just because you don't consider them important. That was kind of the beginning of uh, internet nerds getting on the Academy's case. It's like, stop nominating your stupid old people movies and nominate <laughs> something we like. Yep. I just stop nominating... I don't know, just... I like movies that I can watch over and over again, and a lot of the movies in these categories don't seem like they yeah. merit repeat viewings. Yeah. 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 That's and, fair. and you wouldn't want to show these to other generations. I will be able to show Dark Knight to... Younger generations will be able to. I, there has to be something said for that. Why isn't it nominated on a? Na, is it? Can you consider the Oscars nationwide? They're not worldwide, right? Well, Are they worldwide? They're yeah, worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah. I guess so. And I nominated for a BAFTA. Then we're gonna have to really campaign to the BAFTAs. <laughs> well, I mean, other uh, Skyfall won the BAFTA. Did it? Yeah. Like as a movie? As best British movie. I just saw that, and thank you for not telling me what Skyfall oh. was, Grim. I remember you were like, "It's not, it's not Cyberdyne or whatever the fuck I thought it was." <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that was really cute. Uh, I yeah. really enjoyed that. But you didn't like the last um, no. No, I sequence? I, mean, I thought the first third was good, uh, but no, I didn't like that movie. Really? Again, I've said it before. I like Quantum of Solace, and I really love it. I've never Ugh. seen Quantum of Solace. I was super fucking scared. I did scared. not like Quantum of Solace <laughs> does, at all. but I, I thought I it was fun. It. I enjoyed it. just not loved it. I just thought this one, it kind of came into like a goofy fucking caper shit at the end where it's like, angry Javier Bardem is mad at his mommy. Yeah, he's going to come in the helicopter. Well, and the I, crazy yeah. groundskeeper is going to help him in the mansion. Yeah, well, I, I thought about that and what I end up liking about it, people saying like, oh, it's like Home Alone or something. Yeah, but what are we used to from James Bond? There's yeah. no laser watches. There's no invisible car. There's, you know, none of the ring that shatters glass. Hey, let's not bring the Pierce Brosnan movies. There's, none, there's none of the gadgetry. It's just straight up fighting. And I brought this up to to about when I, I have a little dissatisfaction for the Bourne series. He's a super mega ultra spy. His memory is wiped. What do these spies do? Why? It seems like the only thing spies yeah. do is chase around one another, especially in the Bond movies. And it... it which is literally an agent from the agency chasing the other spy agency. There's like, what what information are you gaining? And then Judy Dench gets that nice speech of like, spy. It's not about uh, nations, terrorists. This is our targets are individuals. Yeah, and that's the way the future is going to make things. And I, I thought that was super cool. And then like, all right, individuals, yeah. I'm going home. And you can come the fuck over there. <laughs> I think what just got me is that I love the intro. I love when they're in like Macau or whatever. And it's so beautiful and exotic. Like all the old Bond movies are. It's like, ah, it's so cool. And it's like, oh, and it's crazy ass island. This awesome island. And then mm. we're back in horrible, horrible, horrible <laughs> London. Gray, horrible Scotland? London. Uh, then, then Scotland. Scotland. What, uh, dude, wow. And then Albert, it's just overcast for... Speaking of Annie, Albert Finney. Was that the same dude? Yeah. Uh, yeah wow. Finney. But I just, I thought I saw him in a movie somewhat recently. He was not that bloated and capable of speaking. <laughs> as he wasn't, as he wasn't that movie. No. Dude. Welcome back. <laughs> yep. 
He's old. He's he, awesome. Very, I He's love a that great man. Great actor. Mm. Love that man. Go watch uh, Miller's Crossing. I love oh, that movie too. God. Father figure in Miller's oh, Crossing. Fantastic. God, I love that movie so yes. much. It's not even. Fun. Go watch it right now. Okay. Any other movies you okay. might have seen that were not nominated at all? Um, not off the top of my head. One thing I wanted to bring up: the uh, the honorary Oscars, mm-hmm. which they don't make a big deal of during the show anymore. They get their own thing. But I don't know if you heard. What? Uh, well, Jeffrey Katzenberg is getting the uh, the uh, humanitarian one. Honorary Oscar, Hal Needham. Oh, for real? For real. For stunts or just like for his contribution stunts. to Burt Reynolds movies? For stunts. Awesome. That's pretty great. Awesome. That makes me so happy. Hal Needham uh, uh, being uh, Burt Reynolds' live-in friend. <laughs> Eventually, for no reason, as a stuntman, got to direct Smoking the Bandit, one of the finest movies ever made. Well, and his and contribution to stunts, I mean, his goes, contribution goes to back stunts. like 50 years. He made, he made movies that were solely focused on stunts. And yes, at the time, they were poo-pooed. And they're probably still a little shitty if you're a super film fan. But the, just that that's, it's a different kind of movie. And it's completely yep. fun to watch a movie made out of practical stunts. Up mm-hmm. to and including, I think Hooper isn't even available on DVD. But it's about a fucking stuntman, again starring Burt Reynolds. And like all they do, instead of like being a car chase movie, I just do impossible deadly stunts all day for a living. And they perform impossible deadly stunts. But it just it doesn't give you that shell of a narrative of a, of a plot. It's just there's literally that's a giant smokestack about to fall in a stingray. That looks incredible. Nice. And I don't know. I, so this ooh, one isn't as meta as the stuntman. No. no. Okay. Uh. <laughs> well, it, I remember we... we Ah, fuck. We were mourning somewhat of the loss of THQ. One of the Stuntman games is fucking awesome. And it's like almost all of it, those missions are based on Hal Needham movies. Uh, <laughs> almost nice. all of the missions are based on Hal Needham movies. And I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, That's pretty good. I, I'm hoping that, that maybe this is a step forward towards having a best stunts category. Because that would be great. I think they should have had that for ages. I yeah. was impressed by Bond in that respect, that first scene of just like knocking a dude off a bridge. Like, Jesus Christ, that mm-hmm. wasn't CG at all. You just threw some dude off a bridge. Fantastic. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. I like that. I missed us. <sighs> Anything uh, you guys think should have been on the on the list? There is actually one list? I want to ask did, you about. Did Kevin in the Woods get nominated for anything? Was that this not. year? No. Yeah. No. yeah, it was. This it was twenty twelve. Yeah, wow. it's hard to believe, isn't it? Years it's been it's done so forever. Good. I think it was done before. It was done on the before, shelf for like what's three that? years. What, what's Thor's name? Um, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Before yeah. Chris Hemsworth was ever Thor, he had completed this movie, and Joss Whedon's like he should be Thor. Uh, and he had been two Thor movies had come out before this movie had ever come out. <laughs> wow. So he's like he is significantly younger, and that movie is fucking great. That movie yeah. is yeah. fucking great. It is great. I saw there are, are actually action figures, and again, I know it's been out for a while. I refuse to spoil it. There are action figures based on Cabin in the Woods coming out oh, mostly <laughs> I need towards those. the end. Merman, uh, Merman. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that again. Red I forgot. Nick Zombie Torture Family. I forgot. I bought. I bought that. Uh, I just want to see what the Huron looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Are they talking about the tribe or some sort of monster, dude? Cabin, I don't know. Cabin in the Woods is so great, and if we ever do a laser time, your favorite opening sequences. The opening sequence in that movie, because I sort of knew what they were going for, but the fact that the movie opens up with its sort of with its reveal mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm. In those two actors. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Richard Whitford Jenkins and Jenkins. And, yeah, Bradley Whitford. Oh, he hate even saying it. But actually, when I saw when they had, they had TV commercials for the DVD, they finally showed those guys. Those guys yeah. were not shown they at any point in shown. the promotional materials. Yeah. But they're shown at the beginning of the movie is what yeah, I, but God, that's, I love that scene. 
And then it just kicks in with like screamo, like right after they, they have this fucking boring conversation in the golf cart. Yeah. Such a good movie. Yeah. I wanted to see Grim. I, I, I never got to talk to you. I've always, one of my favorite movies of this entire decade um, is Assassination of Jesse James with a coward Robert Ford. Oh, yeah. And you actually saw what's his nuts follow up with killing Brad Pitt. Killing, 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 killing them, them softly. Killing them softly. Yeah. And. Uh, has its moments. Yeah, uh, it's got lots of cool stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's the dis- most disgusting thing I've probably seen all year because he just says he's oh. like the two main characters are like these two like absolutely low level like idiot goon thugs that are totally useless. <laughs> James Gandolfini and Brad Pitt, right? Uh, those are the they're the high guys. Oh, okay. there's two other guys. I'm not sure who they are. One of them is like Australian, and the other guy, and they just play like these low level mugs. And they're in, like, New Orleans, mm-hmm. like, the worst part of, like, what's left of New Orleans. So it's just this horrific hellscape. And there's all these, like, close-ups on them. And they're just, like, covered in sweat because they have to walk everywhere because mm-hmm. they're poor ex-con idiots. And they're just sitting there, like, in a bunch of rubble talking about, yeah, now he's fucking a dog. And then it's just like, <laughs> And you just look at these two guys and they're like, they, there's a scene in that movie. That's probably one of the best things I've seen all year is a scene, though, where it's mm-hmm. like, they go to rip off a mob card game. And that scene is the fucking coolest scene it's just like they go in there and they're just the most clueless fucking idiots like literally wearing pantyhose in their face and they're wearing dishwashing gloves like holding their guns and stuff and everybody in the mob room is just like a huge fucking like massive i've killed dozens of people goon and they're all just like looking at these two guys that are holding these guns on them and it's like the two guys with the guns are about to be the victims is what it feels like it's just so intense like oh god i i really want to see that i love jesse james so much yeah that's Great. And I actually saw that with what I think was my favorite movie of the year, which was uh, Seven Psychopaths. Which was really? Yeah. Yeah. What's his yeah. nuts follow up to M. Bruges? Yeah, yes. I want to see that. Yeah, I just saw it's finally on demand. I might check that out. You should. Uh, it, Again, the advertising campaign, fucking it, horrible. It looked like they that. make it look like Guy Ritchie bullshit. It looked like that post, Tar- that post Tarantino 90s gross yes. point blank cute hitmen kind of thing. Yes. And I did yeah. not, I had no interest. They did but, the exact fucking same. If you watch a trailer for M. Bruges, you'll be like, I'll never watch this. That's one of my absolute favorite It's movies. really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. It's yeah. really fun. And one of those super rare occasions where, like, Man, Colin Farrell is awesome. Yes. Yeah. So is it a, is it a sequel or just a spiritual? It's successor? a spiritual. It's okay. very much in the same vein, but it's a little bit more. It takes place in like California now, so it's All right. like, so it, does, so it doesn't answer the question of whether no. Okay. Which in, in terms of honorary Oscars on Cape Crisis this weekend, which you can hear on the Later Time Network at LaserTimePodcast.com, we celebrated the 10 year anniversary of the Daredevil movie. I <laughs> love that episode. I'm so glad that I forget who it was now that someone called out the soundtrack. The soundtrack is so irresponsible. Literal. It is the most literal soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack ever. is irre- so like the sun rises. It's morning. Yep. And, and it's like the soundtrack is also terrible. It's the, it's the one thing that <laughs> will so date. I, I'm a little oh, tired okay. of sweeping Hollywood scores. And but like there is a song in a fight scene by Nickelback used unironically to heighten <laughs> the tension. And I think Brett had said he read in a review like the music will date this movie for all time and make it unwatchable and it really yep. it really hurts the movie but the director's cut which adds 20 minutes cuts out never gonna believe this pop, cuts out Jennifer Garner and subs that with more footage of Coolio a subplot <laughs> between Coolio <laughs> and John Favreau and Ben Affleck as Foggy Nelson and no, Matt Murdock. No matter what happens, that's the worst thing you could do. Dude. Let's replace Jennifer Garner with more Cooley. <laughs> no, but you can you can sort of see but you can sort of see from that. I had the misfortune of actually watching Electra. 
Oh, that God, somewhere in the middle of Daredevil, they decided this character's so fucking cool, we need to play her up so she gets her own movie. Let's when have you a were... movie where she goes to a cabin and sits around. Yeah, and fights <laughs> a guy with living tattoos. Like yeah, she goes on vacation. It's a very nice little retreat. It was that movie is terrible, <laughs> and when you remove that whole thing from existence and and cut out that footage meant to establish her as her own thing, it becomes a more coherent movie because they add in a subplot that strengthens Foggy Nelson and Matt Murdock, who are the more important characters in the movie, and. Holy shit, watch Daredevil again. Music, <laughs> holy shit. It's incre- like if there's a death song, the song death, like every single lyric from this Evanescence Nickelback soundtrack will introduce exactly what's occurring on screen. Hey, who's that guy? Let's pan up him, man. I'm an Irish gangster. Yeah. Hit oh, your bullseye. I wonder and, if he is Irish and a gangster. And then they introduce the kingpin, and there's a fucking 2003 centric <laughs> song about. Rap song about being a kingpin. It's fucking absurd. Every the soundtrack. It has the worst effects too. You guys didn't talk enough about how the effects are so bad and they're used for the dumbest reasons. There's a shot of him throwing a rose down off a balcony onto the street, and it's a they had to do a digital rose. Is that really so difficult? We to couldn't capture? get it to fall the right way. You got to see that we, we were shooting in Canada, Vancouver, see, and there was a, the nor'easter oh, coming through. Man. The tribute to the establishing shot of uh, uh, Orson Welles. Uh, <laughs> uh, Citizen. <laughs> and in ten years, how far has the man come? Who F? Affleck. He's directed three really good movies. Yeah, I the town I, is amazing. I always yes, like the town that, is really good. Uh, the town, I think, is one of those. Well, Gone Baby Gone is again one of those hard movies to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the town is super fun and yeah, yes. and and it sounds the, like it'd be so cheesy. Yeah, yes. and it is so fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. It's about a couple of crooks in Boston yeah. doing things their way. And then he's got to like romance his lady. Yeah, there's accents everywhere, a bunch of TV stars, Blake Lively. Uh, yeah, where can you go wrong? Yeah, Blake Lively is good in that. Look oh. how hard he's pretending to be like a, a hard knock Boston blue collar local, yeah. even now. Uh, yeah. he, you know, his best friend went to Harvard and he was, he was, he starred in Voyage of the Mimi. Like, <laughs> like, oh, Affleck, we know, we know where you've been. It's all over your face, kid. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm surprised didn't get uh, nominated? Not mm-hmm. that surprised, I guess. But Cloud, Cloud Atlas. Yeah, yeah at all. Like everybody was talking about Nothing. that as like, oh, this is going to be There's even a material. makeup category. You don't have to yeah. like the makeup. You can even think it's racist. You still it have is. to acknowledge it for, as for good makeup. For most convincing fake Asians. <laughs> Look at those arched eyebrows. I just like every Asian I know. I wouldn't even say that's convincing. And to defend that movie again, that was actually a choice. It doesn't matter if it looked... You make, It doesn't... It's not racist. It was just like, it's part of the theme of the movie. Right. Connection. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's a I good just movie. like it. Didn't even strike me that they were supposed to be Asian. I just mm-hmm. thought it was like they were going for some sort of pa- uh, post-racial pan nationality thing. Yeah, the Rainbow yeah. Gang. So they all yeah. blend together into one beige color. Sure, it could happen someday. Mm-hmm. And I, I guarantee, if my my plans to be our nation's Johnny Applesperm are pulled off. <laughs> I will make that happen. We will bleed through together as one ultra khaki, stupid color. Gross. Assuming I can uh, drop these seeds. Just somebody call me. I'm on Facebook. I don't. My OK Cupid account is no hits. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that joke uh, gives away that I don't know how OK Cupid works or not. I don't, I, you use Zeus. I don't. Yes. I, I, yes. I don't know who liked that tweet the other day, but I watched need to watch a lot of YouTube videos for work if you can believe it and my impression of YouTube for the last month has been click 
Liz, meet Brad. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> so, I want to start. I'm going to start a venture capital Kickstarter to just have another advertisement on YouTube. I don't need this dating service. Another advertisement. Six please. foot handsome. No, Liz. No, Brad. It's Guys, like, check out Zeusk.com. <laughs> and I and always like, I hear that, Liz, meet Brad. Back button, refine search. Find, this, find the exact same the way, thing. The way you say it sounds like elf. I know. I don't, I, I don't have a couple go-to impressions. <laughs> Willie, meet Brad. Um, uh, with the elf. Should we close it out? Um, well, I think we need a PSA, though. Okay. Because we saw nine movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight of them in theaters. Mm-hmm. And... Eight out of eight times, people could not shut the hell up. Oh, you did say you did mention that. Yes, I, every I think, time. <laughs> I think going to the movies is a lost art now because yeah, it'd be, mm. it's either people yakking behind us during the uh, the songs in Les Mis, and we like we couldn't like I I couldn't tell that they were talking at first, and then like I realized like oh my god, you've been talking through this whole fucking song. I thought you were. I just haven't noise. heard it very well. <laughs> yeah, and, and like the. A lot of the old people have been the worst, just like, yeah. what, what's going on now? It's oh, not been the teenagers. You think it's going to be the teenagers yeah. texting. One guy texted during all of those eight movies. One older lady got a phone call. Mm-hmm. But everyone else just talking. During a more, there's a point where a guy is counting in French, and a lady in front of us started counting along with him. Really? She yep. can count to 15 in French. I, I do Thanks wonder sometimes sharing. if the... the, the, the and, the encroachment of the home theater experience taking I, more I prominence. I think that's a big part of it. You think yeah. so? Yeah. I think people are used to watching DVDs, and when they go to a public setting, they forget themselves. And then, and then if you think of what where Grimm and I, at least where I see most of my theatrical movies, are in an environment like the Castro, where it's an old movie, which they dissuade you from talking, but there is an element of it that does kind of encourage you yeah. to... Well, the, I think there's a fine jokes. line between the group audience experience mm-hmm. and the... Uh, people who are just talking amongst themselves. Sometimes they're whispering loudly enough to be heard. Sometimes they don't even care and are just talking to each other in a normal voice about what they did earlier that day. And, um, but... I think like the the most memorably weird one was the one sitting next to you, Diana at Django. That I've I've heard every kind of different talking in movies. Okay, there's the what was that? Is that his brother kind? Or Did there's people just the talking amongst themselves. Like you want to get dinner after this? Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Well, where do you want to go? This lady Jesus. was having a personal conversation <laughs> with the characters on screen and. We were. It was a really it's not crowded even the, theater. Like shouting advice to people on screen is one thing. Like yeah. I can accept it, that. It, it wasn't the sort of rowdy. Don't go in that room. <laughs> it was. She would. People would ask a question and she would answer it. And she would like, you know, someone on screen would say like, you know, he puts on his cool blue velvet outfit and he's I like, like the way you die, boy. I like the way you die too. <laughs> is anything like that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how do I look? Oh, you look good. You look fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Just little stuff like that. Grim's eyes right now are like that is it so boggling. It was so weird that you know someone would say like, "Hey, what's your name?" And she'd be like, "It's Django." <laughs> oh, the Jesus silent. Thank you, thank you. For your help, you're helping. And now he's unchained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm such an excited yeah. old lady. Yeah, and that was that was a weird experience because it was a really crowded theater. We we saw it in the south. It was about half black, wait, half white wait, in the audience for Django. In South Carolina. In South oh, okay. Carolina. No, it's a South Carolina. More than and Mid-Atlantic. No, the Mason-Dixon, isn't it? It's well below. Ain't it? 
Oh, all right, good. Oh, yeah. Well, we went to state capitol and we saw the statue of Strom Thurmond. So I think it's the south. <laughs> I think that's it's still the there. South. There's two ways you could modify that. I think both are appropriate. Either a cone hat and or a black baby in his arms. I think I think both of them could spread the same message. Yeah, but like we thought, you know, I thought it, well, you get any large number of people together, the movie's going to get rowdy. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, we also have like a half black audience. Stereotypically rowdy, which I've not mm-hmm. actually found to be entirely true. Um, uh, I'll just. But it's I, the Filipinos, I thought, really. I, I thought it would be a rowdy audience, and people were very respectful. I mean, because terrible things the are Dutch. happening. The Dutch are the worst. Oh, oh movies. fuck them! Yeah. Except for that one lady. Except for the one lady at the most inappropriate time possible. Mm-hmm. Not the lady sitting next to me who was talking to the screen and having a, a lovely conversation. Some lady towards the back, uh, towards the end, where he's strung up mm-hmm. naked. Oh. And it's scary because, like, something really bad's about to happen. She starts laughing hysterically. Really? And does not stop. (laughs) Like, even after, like, it's obvious that she's the only one in the entire theater who's laughing. She keeps laughing. And it's just, it's not nervous laughter. It's a full-on fucking belly laugh. (laughs) Look at that guy. He's going to get I would, I would be like, manager, pause the movie. Ma'am, look, we're not going to be able to get through this unless we know what the fuck you're laughing at. Hey, hey. If this is a personal anecdote. Well, she's laughing at, ah, but ah, it's funny. How it often do you see fun. an upside down taint, though? I mean, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't speak for yourself. Yeah. Yes, I'm the Ricky yeah. Romo of 69ing. Like, I'm yeah. constantly seeing that shit. I, I think it's, it's like the people who, like, some people don't know how to, watch a serious movie mm-hmm. and it's like when I remember going to see uh, and seeing uh, previews for Ghost Dog in the theater sure. I was seeing it like with a crowd that was there to see Blair Witch Project so mm-hmm. mostly white suburban teenagers and they all started like laughing preemptively at the Ghost Dog trailer because they think like oh there's a fat black guy on screen and he's got a sword I bet he's going to do something hilarious mm-hmm. And He's going to Beverly Hills Ninja this thing? Yeah, and it's like... Is, that would have been that, better casting. I'm that doesn't it. look like a very good comedy. Was that even funny? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, was it, is, can you can you boil down this PSA into something I can play a sound effect in front of? Um, Just say yes or no. You, you spent like $12 to go to this movie. Wait, hold on. Let me get the PSA oh, going. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. You spent like $12 to see this movie. Don't you want to actually watch it? That has been a laser time PSA. I know that's the same as the exclusive noise and property of CBS. But <laughs> it's I, exclusive to CBS. I think you might the say. NBC more you know is hack. Um, <laughs> well, that's it. Is we we've been laser time? Uh, I have fun at the that. Oscars. Yeah. Um, we have been laser time. Go to lasertimepodcast.com to find should, out more. Should we all do the Angelina Jolie, Jim Rash pose? Oh, yes. We're all doing that we're, right we're now. We're all doing that. Sure. Here's mm-hmm. our legs. Yep. Here's my legs. People in the front <laughs> row are getting a nice shot of the buffalo patch. <laughs> um, man, I got a man Anyway, we've been laser time. You can go to lasertimepodcast.com and find out more. You can donate there to all of our shows, including Cape Crisis, VG Empire, and our brand new. Uh, well, there'll be a new episode of Cheap Popcast up this week as well. Uh, That's but true. Our but brand also, new show, Vigi Game Apocalypse. Vigi Game Apocalypse, which goes up Tuesdays or possibly Wednesdays. I'm not mm-hmm. sure yet. I think the goal is to do Tuesdays. If I could pull the veil back, Laser Time is supposed to go up Mondays. Mm-hmm. I now no longer can edit the show in the mornings on Mondays. So it either has to happen Sunday night or Monday afternoon, which puts me usually editing when I get home at seven o'clock in the evening and oh, getting dear. the show up around midnight. 
If there's, say, something like the Super Bowl, which has been happening, or a prior mm-hmm. engagement with tickets. We just had Sketchfest. I have not been able to edit on Saturday or Sunday. So it keeps going up on Tuesday, I which have puts to you guys live in the my Wednesday. Life. <laughs> it's not an I just don't have the time. I lived this morning, day and night. I'm sorry, everybody. I can't do anything more. Keep apologizing. I can't do anything more. Your donations Aww. help. I need help. Oh, <laughs> oh God, I miss my life. Uh, but I love doing this stuff, so every little bit helps people. You can also purchase Amazon stuff through us, including, I would guess, a ton of the Oscar nominees. I know Argo. Um, I know Argo, Silver Linings Playbook, those are about either on DVD or about to hit DVD. You can just click any Laser Time link. We showcase the new releases every week from games to movies to comics. You can just, there are suggestions, but you can buy anything you want through there. All you have to do is click through our Amazon links and shop in that visit for anything you want. And a tiny bit of that commission comes back to us and costs you nothing. Nothing. Also have t-shirts and it all helps us all out and keeps these shows going, keeping everything free. All right. Hooray. So lasertimepodcast.com what, what, what song closes this out? If I ever close the show I've always wanted to It makes no sense But I I really do love Song for Bob From the assassination Of Jesse James soundtrack hmm. Go for it then. There will be no eulogies For this show <laughs> There will be no people At his funeral cortege no. <laughs> Fucking love that movie Go watch the, Buy that through Amazon uh, But yeah Song for Bob uh, Nick Cave And Warren Ellis Hooray Good night. <laughs> <laughs>